0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free
1: KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So it's January 26th. We usually don't do this kind of thing, but this is a a noteworthy birthday of somebody who passed back on October 6th of last year. Eddie Van Halen would have been 66 years old today.
0: Yeah, arguably the greatest guitar player of our generation and and maybe the second greatest guitar player behind Hendrix of all time. Although he did win our top 35 guitar poll as voted by the listeners of KSLX. So, you know, this is... It's a big loss, and it's a, it would have been a big birthday. He would have been eligible for retirement now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> luckily, luckily, he would have started getting those Social Security checks, yeah, which I'm I'll, sure he needed. Oh right? Yeah, how would uh, he
0: have ever made ends meet?
1: You know, it's funny. When you look back on the stuff, I mean, we did that whole show the day after. That was really, it's weird to say, fun to do. It was cathartic to do, yeah, and, sure. and uh, you know, it was, it was good for us to do. But uh, I like, I just read a book recently by the guy Ted Templeman who produced those first six van Halen albums, among many other things, but that's a whole career right there. That is just Blockbuster, doing all six of those. But in his book, he writes about the first time he ever saw Eddie Van Halen at a club. Saw Van Halen, the band, playing. He said, it's weird to say, but Encountering Eddie Van Halen on stage was almost like falling head over heels in love with a girl on a first date. (laughs) He said, when I think back about it, it wasn't just one thing about him. It was his whole persona. This guy, when he played, looked completely natural and unaffected. He was so nonchalant in his greatness. Here he was playing the most incredible stuff on guitar. Acting as if it were no more challenging than snapping his fingers. Yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, the great it's ones true. have we've that. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. Well, you watch that, and you are like, I can't believe he's doing this stuff.
0: Yeah, and he and he looked at it as it was just he didn't know how he did it. And, you know, he was one of those guys, not very spiritual. But he did say that, you know, he was just a vessel and it came from somewhere else, whatever that means. And also spending hours in his room alone yes, yes. with a guitar yes, when he was a teenager. An introvert as a kid yeah. dealt with, uh, as we as a lot of people do, sort of a weird upbringing and a dysfunctional family household. And, and sort of threw it all into practicing his guitar and became arguably the greatest, again, of our generation and maybe the greatest of all time. Who knows? That debate can go on forever and ever. You know, we had a chance to talk to several different people since the passing of Eddie Van Halen. Uh, we'll, we'll see. If we can check in with the, the audio from when we told, spoke with D. Snyder, who found himself oh, that's right. in between that's a, Eddie Van Halen and the recently departed Leslie West in the middle of a guitar duel. That's a good story. We'll yeah. have to find that one. We'll find that for you. But uh, this one comes back. We just spoke with Michael Anthony like two weeks ago, former base, bass player for Van Halen. Um, and we asked him
1: where the weirdest place you were ever noticed was. What's the strangest place you've ever been recognized?
2: Uh, at a McDonald's. Huh. <laughs> and I actually had, uh, I. you know, it's funny.
1: And this is actually back in the day, Eddie and I, we were, Van Halen was on tour and we went uh, we had a there was a day off and I don't know, I think we were traveling or whatever we the bus stopped and we got out to go to McDonald's and get something and and I could walk in and the guy behind the counter goes, "What the hell are you guys doing in here?"
0: <laughs> Breaking news, Van Halen eats McDonald's. <laughs> so, exactly, we said, "Hey, you know, we deserve a break today. How about that? <laughs> Stick it back to the bus, wash it down with some Jack Daniels. It's all good. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing is, music is a little less fun without Eddie Van Halen around.
1: Yeah, you know, it's really, fun. It's so weird to think he's not here. But uh, today would have been birthday number sixty-six. So we just wanted to note that, and we probably will note that a couple more times. Yeah, in that, the morning. That D, that D. Snyder story is great. We got to get that. Snyder story is fantastic. <laughs> Corona, coronavirus, worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. As we soldier on, we try to keep you updated. We try and keep you chuckling. It's a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. All right, so here we
0: are uh, over a year into the first U.S. cases. Of coronavirus. They grow up so fast. They do. President Biden says he thinks anyone who wants to get the vaccine will be able to get it by springtime. That's pretty good. That's that's, March or May. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, real spring. I mean, not our spring. Right. Our spring happens sometime around mid-July. But who knows? Uh, That seems good. He says that the United States will probably be able to vaccinate a million and a half people a day, which is a nice little number. And it would be nice if we can get everybody healthy as soon as possible. Hey, Mark. Yeah. What do you call a little boy with no arms and no legs? Oh, God. What do you call
1: a little boy with no arms and no legs? Names.
2: (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Wow. All right. Um, let's see here. The executive director of the Cactus League and uh, a bunch of city managers locally have written a letter to Major League Baseball asking them to delay the start of spring training. Why, you ask? Well, the current rate of COVID infections and cases here in Maricopa County. The first game of the Cactus League is currently scheduled for February 27th. That's wow. a month
0: from tomorrow. Wow. See, now we're starting to talk about about spring training again. Yeah, that's spring, I guess.
1: Did you hear about the guy who was really nervous during his prostate exam? No, but I imagine anybody would be. Yeah, well, to reassure him, the doctor kept his hands on the guy's shoulders the whole time.
0: (laughs) All right, so... There are people here in the United States that believe that the idea of wearing a mask is oppressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that what's going on in the United States with regard to trying to get people to take the vaccine and everything is oppressive and a violation of our freedoms. Let's just talk about the freest part of Korea, South Korea. Right. Where they have mandated that one person from every household has to be tested for COVID-19.
1: Like every, every they're day? Going, or they're they... going,
0: no, they're going door to door and saying, hey, somebody in this house needs to be tested wow. right now to make sure that the house doesn't have COVID-19 in it. They assume that if one member of the family has it, that it's running rampant yeah, within no the doubtful. household. So, again, the idea of wearing a mask or the idea of voluntarily submitting to a vaccine is a little bit, Again, this is the free part of South Korea. That's interesting. Of Korea. South Korea. The part where they're not mandated to do anything. And they grab your guns while they're there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they took her gerbs. Hey, Mark. Yeah. How do you know you've mistaken
1: a bull for a cow? How do you know you've mistaken a bull for a cow? Taste of the milk. Uh. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> All right. And that is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Maria, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish.
0: As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity
1: for which Arizona is known,
0: Mark and Paul
1: are taking Time Out for Spanish. On the phone, we have Steve from Chandler, and he is going to play for a KSLX Mystery CD. The game is simple, Steve, from Chandler. We give you a Spanish phrase, then you translate it, but we give you multiple choice in English. Steve from Chandler, are you up to the task? Yes, I am. We'll
0: see about that, Steve. Here comes your Spanish phrase.
1: Di lo que quieras sobre las personas horas.
0: Did you hear that? Okay then.
1: Di lo que quieras sobre las personas
0: Steve from Chandler. That translates into one of the following: Is it a exaggerations in 2021 have risen by over a million percent? (laughs) (laughs) B I before E except after C has been disproven by science. Nice. Or C say what you want about deaf people. They don't care. They can't hear you. We'll try- <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Which one is it?
1: C. Yes. Yes, it is. C. Well done on your part. Yeah. Congratulations. You've won. Hearing, yeah. We're hearing good things about you, Steve. Hang on. What th- What was that? Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. driving on your way to work whatever especially now when it's dark and you can see those digital billboards even more clearly yeah you see the things about the, the two guys who escaped from Florence a couple of days ago I saw a word I haven't seen in a long time I, I saw the sign I was like that's still a thing yeah apparently it is no, do, do not pick up hitchhikers
3: Stones.
0: Yeah, a little hitchhiking going on yeah. there. Yeah, Hitchhiking is still a thing, apparently.
1: That is crazy. Yeah, I'm um, shocked by that. That is such a, uh, a uh, God, that goes so far back for me. To me, it's like having to tell people, you know, in June, July, August, drink water. Yes, bring plenty of water with you if yes. you're going out into the hot desert. Yes. yes. It, it's kind of one of those things where it's like everybody should know that, that hitchhiking is both on both sides of it. If you're yeah. a hitchhiker, you never know what or who is going to pick you up. And if you're the driver, you never know what or who is going to get in.
0: What's interesting is, again, the phrase hitchhike, seeing that word up on, a, on, a, on one of those digital billboards. Oh, by the way, let's just make this clear. The reason why those messages are up there is because there are two escaped convicts from Florence that yeah. are trying to make their way across the United States or uh, as far away from Florence as possible, I get it, um, and they're hitchhiking. They could be potentially hitchhiking, so picking them up is not a good idea. That's why ADOT is doing that. It's a public safety thing. That said, hitchhiking is a word I haven't seen in decades because we never called it that in Boston. It was thumb and a ride.
1: Yeah, thumbing you're a ride, thumbing. We're, we're going to go thumb. we thumbing. We called it hitching, you yeah. know, for short. You know, hitch a ride by Boston. Obviously, right, exactly. Everybody yeah. knew what, you know, everybody did it. It was part of the culture, but I...
0: In the 60s and 70s, mostly, I think, a lot of people hitchhiked.
1: Hey, good morning. You guys were just talking about hitchhiking, right? Yeah. You know where you see it a lot is on the reservation. I just went through, like, the Four Corners area, and that's all shut down because of COVID, so you're not really seeing it there. But when you go up like towards Payson near the casinos, you see a lot of it up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, how many how many hitchhikers did you pick up this past weekend? <laughs> oh. Well, at, le- at least four. You know? <laughs> four. You got to do what you got to do. We understand. Nice job. <laughs> so somebody's got to keep it up from the '70s. If, if nobody's gonna pick them up now, might as well. Now, seriously, when is the last time you picked up a hitchhiker?
2: I've never picked up a hitchhiker.
1: Good job. That's that's the
0: interesting yeah. thing. I often wonder what is the ride rate of of hitchhiking. Like uh, you know, to me, the idea of thumbing a ride, like we when I was when I was in, in school, we would thumb a ride from the neighborhood that we lived in to downtown Boston, right? Which is about you know from South Boston to downtown Boston might be a, a five mile walk. In the time that it took us to walk on the side of the road with our thumb in the air, we could have just turned around and kept walking. in the time it would have taken us to get a ride. Yeah. So you get a ride. It's like, it's like Steve Martin and yeah. the jerk. How far are you going? Bought the end of this fence. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I, I don't know what the, uh, the pickup rate for hitchhiking. What do you suppose the success rate was? 30,
1: 30%, 40%? Oh, no. It's, it's way less than that. Yeah. Way less I mean, that's my that. point. I mean, as, as any novice salesperson was told, it's a numbers game. You gotta, you know, you gotta get in there and, I mean, and the every, every now and again you'll get one on the hook. But a lot of cars would have to pass by before somebody would pick you up, especially in 2021. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, so. Guy, we were just talking about hitchhiking because they've got those digital billboards up now about the two escaped convicts from Florence yeah. who are on the loose. So they remind you not to pick up hitchhikers, which is still so amazing that people are doing that or even contemplating it in 2021. Hitchhiking or picking up a hitchhiker. Yeah. I mean, Neither one's very wise. And here's
0: the thing. I, 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 have you ever like, driven past a hitchhiker like, in a rainstorm or a snowstorm and sure. thought to yourself, man, I'd really like to stop him. Picked them up, but then you think to yourself, "Man, I'd really like to live to make it home."
1: Right. I, I mean, I, mean, I you just I, I I've, just I've picked up hitchhikers, but it's been decades.
0: I've never picked up a hitchhiker, and like I said, we've only, I've only thumbed a ride maybe twice, three times in my life. Uh, it just wasn't something that I thought was safe. I mean, you know, when you grow up in in a big city, you know you trust nobody.
1: Nobody, strangers yeah. are not friends. Yeah, but I grew up in that kind of area too, and it was uh, you know like if the bus didn't come for school in high school. We'd hitchhike. Wow! Because it was a mile and a half.
0: Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, I just—it was just never even a thought. We just thought, "I'm gonna get killed."
1: We just talked to um, one of the a guy who actually was in Florence with one of these guys. So oh, it's no weird. Kidding. You never know who's out there listening. Yeah. But uh, I think we're big in Florence. I think I think there's a lot of people down there listening to us. So. Number one. Yeah. One 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 one. one. one, one, one. So uh, all kinds of comments about hitchhiking.
0: Talking about hitchhiking, man, you bring bringing back some memories.
1: When I first came here from Wisconsin, I hitchhiked here from Wisconsin. Now, that is a long trip right there. Yeah, that's and and cold, I imagine,
0: depending on what time of year he did it.
1: He would have gotten here like 11 days quicker, but he was locked in the pit in that guy's basement for a while. So once he was able to escape from that, he was able to resume his trip out to Arizona. It would have taken him much less time. Thankfully, Zed's dead, babe. (laughs) Zed's dead. And then there was this one, too.
2: Yeah, my dad, when he was in the military in the late 60s in Virginia,
0: he hated hippies. So whenever somebody, he'd pull over, pick up somebody, right when they get to the door, he'd take off. It was hilarious. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> w- was it hilarious? And then you made a dick move, dick move. What were you trying to prove dick move? Yeah. Dude,
1: dick move. That
0: was a real dick move. It is yeah. a dick move. I, mean, I mean, yeah, come on, man. Just don't stop. Don't be that guy. Yep. Yep.
1: He hated <laughs> hitchhiking hippies. Yes. Five H's. One of my favorite Dr. Seuss books. Oh, man. Yeah. Listen, uh, just be careful out there. Um, if this was August, we'd tell you to drink water. <laughs> and this is any day. So we tell you, do not hitchhike and do not pick up Hitchhikers. <laughs>
0: time for a double dose of stupidity, a thing we like to call the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yes, and our first story is from Florida once
1: again. Shocking. Key West, to be specific. Keep Key West weird, man. Yeah, and the U.S. Coast Guard had to get involved in this one. Uh Uh-oh. On Tuesday of last week, a boat was reported stolen in Florida, and Coast Guard personnel were the first to spot the vessel, (laughs) which was not difficult, because the boat that had been stolen was a floating Tiki Hut bar. Yeah, yeah, there there are, there are a lot of those down there in Kansas. Yeah, if it's you've like ever a, been there, yeah. So I guess it's like a. It's like a a circular boat about a big around is a trampoline surface. Yep, and there's a bar in there, and you just pull up to it, and you order your drink. Yeah, there's a rail around the middle. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. And you fantastic. can fantastic. You can rent them out for short booze cruises and things like that, because yeah. there's platforms on the side for people to stand. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Uh, Yeah. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so people rent those for booze cruises and go out, and that's what our, our dumbass did, except he didn't rent it. Oh, he, boy. he just took it. He had himself an overnight booze cruise. Coast Guard personnel found him slumped over the wheel of the boat the next morning. Successful cruise, but he was protected from the elements, of course, by, by the Tiki Huit. Hut. Yeah, yes. Don't and by, that. The, by the
0: way, that's that's kind of a joke. But when you think about it, Key West gets whacked with storms. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you I mean, could we, be in we, the
1: sun too. Yeah, we could joke about this now because yeah. nobody was really hurt. Right. but Another stolen vehicle story here. This one from Houston, Texas. This happened on Thursday of last week when a man hopped into a parked vehicle that still had keys in front of it, or still had keys in it, and he took off. Uh, It's not as distinct as the floating Tiki Hut bar, but this was still a very identifiable vehicle. How so? It was an ambulance. No! Yes. Paramedics were working to help somebody at an apartment complex Thursday night when a resident of another apartment couldn't resist hopping in. Luckily for police... He also couldn't resist a fast food drive through Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, that smell. <laughs> and it was in the drive through mm-hmm. where they cornered him and arrested him. What he should have done is turn on the lights and everybody would have got out of his way. He could have got it <laughs> would have been fine, right? Much quicker service. I would think so, yeah. Yep. Note to all vehicle thieves, make sure the vehicles that you steal don't stand out too much or you'll be one of Mark and Neanderthal's dumbasses of the day.
2: I think those
1: were two beautiful stories you just told. The Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com We actually are looking back to October 6th of last year. That was the day Eddie Van Halen passed away. Yeah, it's hard to
0: believe it's been almost, it's, it's been 90 days.
1: Yeah. Wow. So the, the next day, October 7th, we did a whole show about it, and we had guests on and everything. And today, we the reason we mention it is today would have been birthday number 66 for Eddie Van Halen. And we don't, you know, not, we probably won't commemorate this every year, but it's still pretty fresh. And, you know, people are still sort of processing the whole thing. And uh, we got a great story from Dee Snyder coming up in a second. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, but uh, let me read another excerpt from Ted Templeman's book. Ted Redd, he uh, produced the first six Van Halen albums, among many other great classic rock albums. And
0: and Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge in 1991. He came yeah. back and did that record he, as well.
1: He's got a great history of producing records. But this is the story of how Eruption came to be. Okay. The legendary song. Ted Templeman, he was out in the break room getting coffee. He said, uh, I headed back and walked out into the studio... Eddie was sitting by himself playing what became Eruption. My ears perked up, and I said, what is that? He said, that's ah, nothing. It's just something I warm up on. He goes, well, let me hear it again. we got to record that. And Eddie said, are you kidding me? He said, no, we have to record it, and we have to record it right now. And they did it. They got Michael Anthony and Alex Van Halen in for their very short segments on that song. Right. And... When they're finished, let me find this section here. He goes, I remember, and this makes me chuckle, after we'd gotten it on tape, Ed looked very uneasy. I said, what's wrong, Eddie? He goes, "Ah, I don't know. I think I could have done it better. Well, he does, there is a mistake at the top of, of, of one oh, of the guitars. stop No, it. he says it.
0: Stop it. No, he says it. Eddie I Van Halen know, admits that I he made know, a mistake. I know, but... The idea that
1: he's, that he's still not happy about it and left it on <laughs> tape, I think, is awesome. Actually, you know what? He said, even three to four years later, he was still saying to me, you know, I could have done that better. Yeah, of course. Eddie... Don't be too tough on yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Stop.
0: So here's one of the things that uh, we thought was interesting. We, we spoke to a bunch <laughs> of different musicians during the um, day after yeah. Eddie Van Halen's passing. And people that we knew, and, and Mark knows... Some friends of D. Snyder and the family of D. Snyder, and we got a chance for D. to give us a call. He told a story about being uh, in a weird situation. He was very good friends with Leslie West from Mountain, who has also just recently passed, and we didn't really commemorate
1: that maybe the way we should have. I think we could describe the situation he gets himself into as both awesome and awkward, a little on the awkward side. They were hanging out at one of those those
0: trade
2: shows, and D. takes it from there. Hanging out with Leslie West. Leslie was there, you know, guitar legend from Mountain and. And uh, everybody loves and respects Leslie. He made his mark, certainly, in the, in the guitar community. And I'm hanging out with him, and there's going to be the Nam jam, and Leslie's playing. So it's the afternoon, Leslie's sound checking, and Leslie's on stage, he's sound checking, and I've got a folding chair, and I literally put it on the stage, there's nobody there. It's just, and Leslie's backup band, Leslie, and I'm sitting on the chair, and Leslie's playing, and I'm literally within, you know, three feet of Leslie, and and Leslie's playing, and all of a sudden, Eddie Van Halen walks out with a guitar around his neck, plugs in, and stands on the other side of my folding chair I'm sitting on a folding chair with (laughs) Leslie West on one side I mean a foot away and and Eddie Van Halen on the other side and they start having a guitar battle wow and uh, and I'm literally I'm going this is anybody getting a photo of this I mean there's nobody there for this it's just the two of them facing off but with love and admiration mind you because Eddie's a big fan of Leslie West and I am the only person sitting for a solo concert performance with Eddie Van Halen and Leslie West, nice. and that is the, and I never and, and that that was the only time I ever saw him was near him, met him, experienced him, other than seeing Van Halen in concert, uh, and but uh, and it was mind blowing to be up that close to a person who plays like that, incredible.
0: Yeah, and and now Dee Snider is the, the last man standing in that triumvirate because yeah, both Eddie and Leslie Wester have left us.
2: Eddie uh, Leslie West died.
1: About two and a half months after Eddie Van Halen, yeah. just in December of yeah, La- of 2020. Yeah,
0: and then of course there was always the rivalry there on the L.A. Strip between Eddie Van Halen and this guy, <laughs> Randy Rhodes, who was the true king of the Hollywood Strip back then. Oh, I think they know. I, 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 yeah. I, 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 <laughs>
1: We are having kind of a you know cloudy, chilly, rainy day. Yeah, it's so going out like there. crazy up north. And yeah. as we said earlier, this is a great day to have a furry hat with horns and a pelt <laughs> that you can wrap or, <laughs> wrap yourself in.
0: Who knew that guy was a trendsetter? He was two weeks too early, but okay, he's traveling. Well, yeah,
1: I heard he's, he's being extradited. He's isn't heading. He? A, yeah. The, the, so the guy, the Capitol rioter who wore the you know the 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 Arizona shaman guy, kid. The, the shaman sh- kid, yes. yeah. Um, he is going to be extradited or is being extradited to D.C. to stand trial. What we did here on the Mark and Paul program, since we need to bring you the most accurate and up to date information at all times, sure, is checked. Five local media outlets Okay, for their headlines All right. on this story to see which one. So is this a, is this a critique of the mainstream media? It's just looking at the headlines and okay. seeing how creative they are. You know, right. you've got an interesting subject, right? Well, uh, interesting is a subjective
0: yeah. word in and of itself, but sure.
1: All right. So uh, AZ Central, their headline, Jake Angeli moved to D.C. ahead of trial. Pretty simple. Uh, it's okay. It, says what it's, it okay. says what it's supposed to say. All right. This one. 12 news Horned Arizona rioter transferred to DC to face charges. You don't like that one? Yeah. Huh? Ah, they're giving him they're giving him some they're giving him glory. Uh, well, you know, I will say that uh, it's not exactly accurate. He's not horned.
0: No, no, that's, that's and that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm critiquing it. His a hat Cron- has horns. A Cronkite yeah. school graduate would certainly critique that and say, hey, your syntax and grammar are yeah. all incorrect in that.
1: Yeah, so it's not exactly accurate. Um, then you've got, uh, uh, let's see, this one from, uh, from Fox 10's website Arizona man arrested in U.S. Capitol insurrection transferred to D.C. Short to the
0: point makes its point very very clearly. Kind of dull though, don't you? think? I would think so. Yes, but it still it serves its purpose. That's the job of the headline is to tell us what's going on in the story without any unnecessary glamour or color.
1: ABC 15's Jacob Chansley transferred to District of Columbia. Again, serving its purpose. You like that one? huh? It, I, I'm see, just saying. I like, the, I like the more colorful ones.
0: Nah, myself. see, I'm I'm on I'm on board with. Okay, get to the point. Give me the meat.
1: I like this one. What do you got? From Arizona's family, of course, channels 3 and 5. Arizona man who wore furry hat during U.S. Capitol insurrection transferred to D.C. A little bit of color, but not over the top. <laughs> okay. It brought
0: up, you know, I mean, you say to yourself, Arizona man. Now, keep in mind, there are several men from Arizona that were involved in the uh, in the Capitol insurrection. So, if you're not going to name him personally, there has to be another identifying aspect furry hat man with furry hat. man with furry <laughs> yes, hats okay I'm, I'm on board with that sure uh, you know every once in a while um there's some stuff going on in the world that we hear about but we don't necessarily talk about which is why we're not presenting a new feature on the show it's uh your morning announcements with guido <laughs> Good morning, Guido. How
3: are you? Good morning. What do you got for us? Um, So, yeah, let's check out some of the pieces of audio from a couple stories you may have missed. Uh, The late Eddie Van Halen would have celebrated his 66th birthday today. Yep. Uh, In 2015, he had an interview with the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. Eddie tells of how, as a 12-year-old, he was having to fool his uh, piano teacher.
2: The funny thing is, I never learned how to read music. Uh, yeah, he actually found out one time when he was playing a new piece of music, and he asked me to turn the page for him. And I'm sitting going. He goes, what's the matter? You're supposed to turn the page. I'm going, what? I can't read. He's going, what? You know, this is after like five years of lessons with the guy.
1: And so I love that story and I love that interview. That's from uh yeah, the Smithsonian. It's a great interview. You can catch it on YouTube and it's a a guy who's no longer really he's like not the rock star persona. It's just Eddie Van Halen as a mature sixty something year old guy telling stories with great perspective. Yeah, I, I uh
0: I, I'm well stated as being Van Halen is my favorite band growing up and the reason why is because Eddie Van Halen was the first guy that made me think guitar playing could be fun. Like Jimmy Page, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, David Gilmour—all those guys used the guitar like it was some sort of a reverential, you know, uh, a scepter or something that was supposed to be played to the gods, and they were basically presenting this magic to me. Whereas Eddie Van Halen just had a grin on his face; he was like, "Hey man, this is a toy, yeah, and I'm having fun here." Yep, and that's yeah. what I loved about Eddie he Van Halen—was always smiling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you, you go. What uh, else,
3: Guido? So yeah, uh, yesterday we mentioned how back in September Nate Burleson predicted the Chiefs and Buccaneers would be facing off in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Tony. Romo is now being hailed as a fortune teller also for comment he made back in November. You want me to
2: make a slight guess here? There's a, there's, a, there's a better than good chance. I don't know what even that percentage is that these two are going to be here in Tampa. Wow. Today's Both the first sides time. of it. I thought Tampa Bay had a very uphill battle to climb. Now I think they're in the discussion after they evolved this offense today as the game was unfolding and Brady was getting upset.
0: They're going to have to go on the road, though, in the postseason. Absolutely. It's going to be hard. I mean, yeah, To get there. Yeah, that was week 12 of the season when the Chiefs yeah. and, the, and the Buccaneers yeah. squared off. Uh, Chiefs jumped out to a big lead, and then the Buccaneers almost almost won the game. They almost came back and won the game. So Tony Romo in week 12 decided it was okay to prognosticate the Super Bowl participants in week 12.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty decent. I mean, it's a little uh, late, don't you think? Well, he got there later than Nate Burleson did in terms of predicting the Super Bowl participants, but uh, but he got there way earlier than Nate Burleson did in terms of Jessica Simpson. So So he's got that going for him, which which is nice.
3: Yes. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, you guys had mentioned Jake and Jelly, the shaman guy from the Capitol Hill riots. Oh, Buffalo Uh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's being uh, or he was transferred to the District of Columbia last week uh, via the U.S. Marshals. So uh, that's fun. We don't have any audio of the 33 year old Arizona man being transported, but here he is detailing what he does in his own words.
0: As a shaman, I am like a multidimensional or hyperdimensional being, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> I am able to perceive multiple different frequencies of light beyond my five senses. Uh-huh. And it allows me to see into these other higher dimensions. Nobody can see that because the third eye ain't open, uh-huh. okay? The <laughs> horns, the horns are, hey, man, you mess with the buffalo, you get the horns, bro. And if you ever tried messing with the buffalo, that doesn't work out too well for many people. This right here, this is coyote skin. According to the Navajo, the coyote is like the trickster, mm-hmm. almost, like, almost like a malevolent force. So. <laughs> What? wearing the, the, the skin of the trickster. I got two tails here. A what force? A wow. malevolent force?
1: Wow. What is that? That's,
0: that's between benevolent and malevolent. Yeah, malevolent would be evil. Benevolent would be giving. So it's neutral? Malevolent?
1: Yeah. Malevolent. <laughs> I hear that, and I'm like, that is fascinating. None of it's true. Ah, no, no. You mess with the, bull,
0: uh, the buffalo and you get the horns. That would hurt. Okay. So that's the only that's thing he true. said that was true. Yeah. Um, wow. I, and the third eye not being open. I'm wondering if the third eye is referencing the brown eye because yeah. he had the two pelts on his head. Uh, you know, were the I, rear you know, ends I, of, of, of coyotes. Coyotes, coyotes, yeah. coyotes yeah.
1: Honestly, yeah. not to bring you down, but I hear that and I, and I just feel badly for the guy. He, he's lost. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, somebody needs to get him yeah. some medical attention, some quick. I, right I think there. so. No, No, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, he, I mean he, he served he our country, some, he and he's some got some mental yeah. issues there. Absolutely. All right. Well, nice job, Guido. Well done. Sorry right. to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thanks <laughs> no, a lot. No, yeah. All good. That was fascinating. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud,
1: huh? 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey do Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.
0: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time.
1: Can I be real for a second?